Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another amazing, wonderful, beautiful episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Today's episode is going to be stellar, and we cannot wait to welcome our beautiful friends as special guests on today's episode. We are so excited to talk about something that we really feel passionate about, something that gets us fired up, something that we think is an absolute must when growing your business, and that is spousal support. One of the most under-discussed topics in small business is how you handle a marriage while building a business. And we are diving head first into today's episode with our good friend and serial CFO, Chad Brown, and his incredible wife, Lauren. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are here today to talk about marriage and spousal support while you're growing a business. Okay, so the whole reason that this comes up is that Corey and I coach women who have a variety of different businesses through the Reboot, through our own coaching program. Corey works with photographers. I'm working with the gamut for female entrepreneurs. And we are seeing or have seen in the past, not so much right this minute, but we have seen in the past, um, women who will say, my husband just is not impressed with this business. He doesn't love this business. Um, It feels like there's a disconnect and he just, he hates it. And one thing that was something that we have discussed like endlessly is the fact that, um, first of all, this is a plug for getting a coach because they get to listen to your problems and not your spouse. Okay. (laughs) Um, All the snaps for that. But it's that um, when you wrap your language around your business in just a really negative, like mindset, negative patterns. And all you do is talk about how much it beats you up because you're not getting the sales or things are really hard or the needles aren't moving. And it just is a lot of work. And that's all that your spouse hears. Why would they ever be like, I love this business. This is so great because they love you and they see something that's beating you up and it makes them not like it. And so we wanted to talk to Lauren and Chad because they have multiple businesses together. Um, Chad is on Instagram at Serial CFO. You guys have heard him before because he's our amazing accountant. Um, and uh, he and his wife have just, I mean, a lot of a lot of things that they do together. And so we thought it would be really fun to be able to just get their, their words um, to help everybody out there understand how you can do business together um, as a couple, but also just how important it is that your spouse is supporting whatever it is that you're doing, Um, whether it's growing a business or even just a regular nine to five, like, you know, it's a big deal. Right. A hundred percent. So Lauren, I want to start with you real quick. Uh, You just went full-time with your businesses this year. How hard was that jump? It was a very hard jump. It took a lot of, what, over a year of me tiptoeing into it? At least a year. Yeah. So Probably almost two years. I yeah. went from working full-time, and then we owned a, a small decorative sign company together. And I did those two jobs with my full-time job in healthcare for three years, two or three years. And then I went to just working four days a week at my healthcare job. And then I went to just working PRN and they would call me whenever they needed. So it was like a slow exit until finally it's just been a few months that I like completely. Yeah. We're like, we're like two months into you like officially stepped away. She kind of stepped away a year ago, but crawled back, went back really fast. Like, Oh, I'm going to step away, but, but I'm going to work two days a week. And so I think this was really hard from a, 
I guess from a security standpoint, from an identity standpoint. I think right? identity standpoint, because it's just all I've ever done. I did it for 15 years. And so right. just to be like, well, I don't know if I want to work with you all the time. And then Chad's more of a, our offices are going to be right beside each other. And I can like <laughs> yell at you from my office and we're going to be together all the time. And I was kind of like nervous about what if that doesn't work out? What if it's too much time? But it's been great. I will say it has been amazing. And I'll say this too. The other side goes to like your intro talking about your business and your spouse it goes the other way too. Oh yeah, because for, sure. for her, she would come home and like, God, you know, this happens and the culture and the drama and this and so for like, just quit. Like, we got plenty of work to do. We got way way more work in our business than we can ever do. Like, we need help. Like, quit. But it's, and so I was on the other side of that. Like, come from the spousal side of her W two job. Like, stop. Like, like, why are you putting yourself? Yeah, there? like, don't let, do let that. Me just tell you, I love that your response is just stop because. <laughs> Like, well, I have an, an aneurysm right here in the floor because my husband and I've had this conversation. Like, he and I are the kind of people that we could work together. Um, yeah. at, and and anytime I have stepped into his arena and worked um, for a while, he, well, a very short while, he was the director of a free clinic pharmacy that we have in town. And I remember one day, he's a pharmacist by trade. Um, and I walked in and he was like, can you help me count these pills? And they give you this little wand thing and this little plastic tray and you just dump them all on. And then you use the wand to like put it in and you flick it to this. And he's counting by fives, like, and I, I literally like one, two, I'm scraping the plate. And he looks at me and he was like, I will kill you. And then all of this clinic. And so it's like, maybe not doing the exact same thing, but we could work together. But the thought of making that jump is like a little suffocating. Yeah. So I love that Chad's like, just go. And you're like, well, but security. And it's like, you know, we'll figure it out. Well, you know, Kevin and I had that exact same conversation one time. Um, He had moved to Quantico to live for three years. He was stationed there with the presidential helicopter squadron. And we were in the car going to spring break. You know, he was coming home on the weekends. The girls were still at home at the time. And I was teaching kindergarten full-time and my business was part-time, but it had grown to the capacity that was like, okay, I am juggling too much. Single mom during the week to three teenage um, daughters will make anybody day drink, night drink, morning drink, like all the drinking and then trying to teach five-year-olds all day. Plus, so anyway, we were, we were driving the road and he's like, so how's this working out for you? And I was like, well, if you can't tell that the twitching like is giving away <laughs> the idea that this is not working, he was like, well, and he was very supportive and Chad, exactly what you said is exactly what came out of Kevin's mouth. He's like, what's causing you the most stress? And I said, as much as I love teaching, it's teaching because I can't control those variables. I don't get to call my my the shots on my time and the stress that it brings. As much as I love it, it brings me a ton of stress. He was like, then you need to quit. Put in your letter of resignation, finish out the year, and then you have my 100% support to go full-time back into business, which I know you love. It, it ignites you. It, like your, your eyes light up. And, and having that kind of spousal support, even if it doesn't mean you're working together, but just having that encouraging person. So from both ends, make sure that if you're the spouse that's needing to, to be encouraged, that you have those conversations. If you're the spouse that needs to do the encouraging, make sure you're having those conversations because it will literally save your marriage. <laughs> Right. Well, we, we've talked about this before, just kind of our story and how, like, honestly, like God set us up so that we were going to be able to work together and create and grow the business reboot was, uh, I just knew that I wanted to phase out of photography. I wanted to phase out of wedding photography and I still shoot some, but I'm very selective and I get to work with people that I, sounds terrible to be like that. I want to, but it's more like, I just, the jobs have to be custom to what I 
want to actually do because life is busy and we're growing all these other businesses. And there was a time where I sat down with my husband and I was like, I mean, I guess I could just go get a job at a daycare. And he looked at me and, and he said, remember I am ranch very first episode we ever recorded where he was like, do you not understand that in the last 15 years of running business at that point, you have done marketing, you've done social media, you have done PR, you've done, yeah, and literally this laundry list of things that I didn't know that he had seen that I've been doing for a decade and a half. And he was like, so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working a daycare. If that's what you want to do and that's where your heart is, like run for it. But I'm saying if you're looking at that as an on, the only alternative is you making $8 an hour in cash for three hours a day, <laughs> like you need like to look bigger. Maybe, maybe you're not seeing what's really there. And so I can tell you for both of us, like in Corey and I feel very blessed and lucky that we have husbands that are like, just go, just do the thing. You know, Corey, even we've got our retreat coming up in September and we had to put a deposit on the house. And she, she was like, I didn't even tell my husband. He looked at it when he found out, when he saw the link and like all the things he was like, so how many people are coming to this? And this was before it launched. So we, the answer was zero. None. And she was like, she was like, well, none yet. And he was like, well, okay. Well, <laughs> That's good. I mean, okay. Okay. You know, I mean, no risk, no magic. Right. But it, it, it means a lot when your spouse is there, no matter what your job is to support you, because dude, it is just hard. And, and when you're not on the same page, it can be really tricky. So that's like the next question is how is important, how important is it that you guys are on the same page when it comes to business growth ideas? Um, you know, even, even like spending for growth in your business or, um, new projects and things that you're wanting to take on. I would say for us, we work extremely well together on the home front and on the business side and love it. It's just fun for us to work together. We have a good time, but I think we're pretty good at staying in our lanes. We don't overlap where we both necessarily know what's going on in each other's lanes too much. We, we bring different skill sets and completely different mindsets yes. to things. And so, so we did, um, he had, um, Amy was working with your company and she had them do strength finders oh, yeah. uh, as their company. And then just for fun, she was like, let's let Lauren do it too, because y'all own businesses together. It'd just be interesting to see like where you fall. So literally his top five strengths are my five weaknesses. Oh. And we're like reverse of each other. And she's like, I think that's why y'all work well together because you're both like, I don't like to do that. So you do that. And, and we're kind of well-matched with that, but, um, and, but yeah, cause he's more of the executor and let's do this fast. And I'm more of the breaks of like, we need to plan this a little bit better. And like, I'm the anxiety ridden one and he has none. So we, yeah, that's uh, I think we've learned how to work together and we, we make decisions extremely different and extremely different timelines and extremely different ways. So we've learned how to harness that and work together but we also understand our strengths and weaknesses and stay in our lane. So I don't think either of us knows or even questions a lot of times what's going on on the other side. Like I'm pretty sure you've never seen our bank account for anything business related um, <laughs> or have it. Because if I die, Anthony Peppin's going to have to top in the bag with or, the stuff at the bank. <laughs> or, or have any idea. And the same thing, like there's a lot of stuff Lauren does and she handles and Maybe it's a sign of we're just really busy and have a lot of irons in the fire, or maybe we've just kind of built it that way. But we're, for us, there's a lot of support, but there's just an extremely amount of trust where I don't, I don't want to know the details of what you're dealing with or doing with day-to-day -day stuff you're having to deal with, because it drives me insane to deal with that stuff. And I know that's not my 
area of genius or expertise and kind of the same thing on our side. We, um, we do have to, one thing that's been good for us and this was, uh, Lauren's idea. We had to set some barriers. Um, just like we operate different with different strengths. I don't ever turn off. Like I, I am hundred percent all the time. Like I will be thinking about what happened was how we how I screwed up and lost 15 grand at 10, 15 tonight. And I'll be asleep at 10, 16. Lauren thinks about like an email and all of a sudden she's up for the next two hours with anxiety. <laughs> yes. and, and, and so like we have these, like we can't talk about work after 9 PM. We can't. So we've set some barriers to kind of operate around for how we both handle how we process work stuff and home stuff and balance. But I don't know. I feel like it's... Yeah, so he sends me emails. So if it's past 9 p.m., I get emails. So I literally, he'll be like in the bed next to me on his phone, like, like sending me an email. And then I'll wake up, you know, the next day and I have like four emails from Chad, like, oh, we can't forget to do this or we got to do this. And da, 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 da. That's awesome. But yeah, because yeah, if he tells me this right before I go to bed, like it just derails my whole, like, I'm like, oh, I got to do this now where he'll just go right to sleep and like, I'll worry about it tomorrow. And I, I think that's the biggest thing for us is we've, we've learned to set some barriers that allow us to work together really successfully. But I think the biggest thing is just sheer like trust of, I don't, what you're I don't want to micromanage what you're doing. I don't want you to micromanage what I'm doing. We don't want to question each other. It's it's kind of like that in business partner relationships too. I have with other people that were, that I'm extremely different in how I approach things is, we're all trying to be successful and ha- make the business become successful. We all agree on these long-term goals. I don't know how to get there, and I know you don't either. So it's we're all going to make mistakes and trial and error. So let's just trust each other not to sink the freaking ship and all go the same direction. And whatever happens, happens. I think with that approach, um, we found out that's probably the, the biggest place of support for both of us that, that we're able to give each other. Right. I think that's really cool coming from the perspective of people who are running businesses together, but also it just shows that, um, you know, boundaries, that's huge, especially if just one of you has a business, like you can't, uh, it, it will consume your mind. You know, people have this uh, idea that, you know, you leave a nine to five to run your business and then you get all this flexibility. We'll, we'll keep ourselves bound you know, and inflexible by now we work all the time. And if you're 24, seven, 24, seven, like Corey and I, you know, we are both, uh, the people that, uh, and actually it was on Chad Lauren's couch in Charleston, um, because they own the house that we've hosted the two business reboot retreats at. And, um, we sat there and we were like, we're about to get bed sores for 15 hours and just do this work. Let's go. And it's so fun. And we didn't have to speak. We're just on our computers, knocking stuff out. And we just felt like we had the best quality time together. And then we both call our husbands and they're like, why are you crying? Have you had food today? You should leave the couch. Go oh, get dinner. Let me door dash. Let me door dash. Okay. Like, I know. I'm going to feed you from out of state, but we love <laughs> and we, we are being supportive and we need you. We, we want you to be successful, but we need you to not cry and we need you to eat. I mean, like, yes. please just get it together. Maybe get off of the couch. And so, but, but I do, I think those boundaries are really important and something that doesn't get talked about much in business. Cause especially if you're growing something like this is entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Like it is a lot of work. People think I love, I love when we talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm going to start a business. And I'm like, I love that for you. What you going to do? <laughs> and then it becomes so almost like flippant. And I'm like, that is not good. You, there's a reason that most businesses close within two years. 
the the rate of closure is staggering, but it's because you're not able to set yourself up for success because you're not putting boundaries around it and it'll become your whole life. So I, I love that. I love that. So we're talking about boundaries and we're talking about some of the things that were success. It sounds like communication is one of the things that is top for you guys. Um, trust, like Chad said, is one of the other things, um, you know, being supportive of one another, having those boundaries. But what what are some of the hardest parts maybe of working together or having a spouse that because you're, you're working together now, but you you were supporting, you know, Chad being an entrepreneur and Chad was you know supporting your nine to five in that season of life. But what is the hardest part that you're finding either working together now or like as a spouse who is a spouse of an entrepreneur? Oh boy. I feel like this is where the crosshairs start to get pulled in my way. <laughs> Laser focus to Chad. Lauren, I'll let you lead here on the hardest things of working together from the entrepreneur side of things. You don't want to commit to having this stuff on tape to what, what's the hardest <laughs> thing. Know, right? See what you're doing here. You're passing it off. I think our, like that's number one is the, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it is like, so our part of our strength and working together is we are so opposite. Like I'm more creative. He's definitely analytical, loves an Excel spreadsheet, but then the differences make it hard too, because he takes criticism more better than anyone I've ever met. Like you could tell him anything and he'll, and if it's like a true criticism that he thinks is valid, he won't hold a grudge. He'll, yes, I'll fix that right away, which is fantastic. But then he tries to do that back to me and I take stuff personally. So then I'm like like, crying and I'm like, wait, (laughs) like, I'm just trying to do my job. And you're like coming at me and criticizing me. And so, and then he sees it as like, oh, I mean, I'm just trying to help you, you know? And so, cause for him, it rolls off his back. So I think that is like learning our personality differences with that and that, you know, we have, we are different in that. And I take stuff a lot more personally. I'm trying to get better at it and that it's not always an argument or, you know, it's, it's positive. Yeah. And I think that probably comes from experience. Um, I've just got, can we cuss on here? Do y'all cuss on the podcast? Oh, listen, as a, as a business owner, I've just got the kicked out of me every day for the last 20 years. So I'm kind of immune and used to it. Whereas you, you're new in this entrepreneur space. So the direct I think business talk, business tone that I've become accustomed to comes off as very personal. Um, I think we've only had one incident this week, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and Lauren, Lauren's like, but you were yelling at me. And I'm like, I didn't raise my voice. I just was like direct. And so I get in this, like yeah. for me, I get, it's interesting because when I'm in the office, I, I just get in work mode business mode and everything's kind of the same tone and the same like it's like the same like hey will you grab me that pencil or hey you really screwed this up i need you not do that again and fix this and it's just like i'm just moving knocking things out but then it's like uh it becomes you take it really personal sometimes and um or same thing for me i'm like hey we really screwed this up together we need to fix this and i'll do better here and you do better here and i'm on to the next thing which Maybe, hey, what do you want to do for lunch? And like, also, I look over my, I look over my shoulder, and she's like crying, shooting me birds, and I'm like, (laughs) what is going on here? There are words you need to learn, Lauren, and it's get out my face. (laughs) (laughs) We we handle things. Yes, yeah, yes, those are. (laughs) And so that that is uh, because of our strengths and weaknesses, figuring out how to communicate and how to do it in a way that works for both of us. I think that's for us. It's still a learn, uh, 
you know, we're still learning. We're still processing that and figuring that out. We're getting better, but we do have our situation. Chad's love language is goal setting as well. Like, <laughs> like for New Year's, no, no lie. Like two days before New Year's, I got an email of like eight questions that I had to like answer for like my goals for 2023. And then we had to talk about it together. And this is a common thing. Like this is, <laughs> but it literally doesn't. So- <laughs> yes. Don't you know, I came at Anthony Pepin with a list of goals and was like, let's look at this. He would look at me and be like, get out my face. No, <laughs> he's like, got to come up with his own goals. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, no, we, we, um, it really is. I can't even tell you the amount of times we had to like sit down and talk about goals. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I love that. And Corey and I are like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I've definitely had to learn more about it. It is help. It's definitely helped. But I had to be a lot very open-minded about it initially. Cause I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, cause you handed me stuff like that for years and I would just throw it away. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I guess his all filled out. Yeah, you know? I guess Lauren doesn't care about her future. <laughs> like it's all on me. I Seems guess. like a big deal. We'll say that there, there are a couple of, and this is, I think this is really good practical advice for people who either you're both running businesses <laughs> together or you're one of you is running is make a list. Like if you're setting boundaries, also think about your your trigger phrases. Yeah. Corey and I talk about this all the time because I dare somebody to say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, so I have it. I will oh, I know. I know Lauren. If I, if I, if I, if I tell Lauren, like, you don't understand, or that is like, yeah. I might as well, like, pee on her head. <laughs> like, I can't help that you're not communicating what you're trying to say. I understand everything. It is you. Send a bill when we're going to be like, tell us how you really feel about this. Exactly. <laughs> but there are triggers. Like, just don't understand. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> you're not taking the time to help me understand. Right, right. I mean, it can be tricky. So it's like setting the boundaries and then knowing the language. Like if Corey and I are having an argument and she was like, well, I'm sorry, you feel that way. I would feel completely like. It, it, it would be so demeaning. Yes. It'd be hurtful. I'd be so angry. I wouldn't be able to see straight. Like it wouldn't, it, there would be no repairing or fixing or communicating because that's what, there was another one we were talking about this last week. What, what, what was it? I don't remember. I, I've actually got an exercise to help people clarify <laughs> how big of a deal this is and how different you probably are with your spouse or maybe your business partner. Here's what I would challenge you to do to learn how to start communicating better and figure out how to communicate on the same page. I think if everybody gets with their spouse or their business partner, find the biggest piece of furniture in your house and both pick it up together on each end and get it outside of your house. (laughs) See what kind of communication happens. Because when you start, I'm like, turn it, turn it. And then Lauren, boy, by the end of it, she's like, I don't know what freaking turn it means. I'm trying to turn it. (laughs) where I'm like, lean this way, lean, right, right. It's like, you're right or my right. It's like that I feel like happens in business every day is there's, I can't necessarily communicate (laughs) clearly and how I'm wanting to adjust moving this couch out of the doorway of the house. And so I think that is like an example I feel like happens in business every day is we just don't use the same language and it's stressful when you're heavy and you're about to drop it and you're like somewhat barking orders because you're just trying to accomplish the goal but then it can get really offensive and stressful really fast yes. so 
Well, I'm going to agree with Chad in that example. I want everybody to to do that. If you're listening to the podcast today, tonight, <laughs> that needs to be your nighttime activity because having been married to a Marine for 30 years and we lived in 12 different houses, oh, I'm oh, telling oh. you, we are excellent communicators because of that exact thing. Oh, how many times we have moved furniture, how many times we have picked up and you know flown halfway around the world with uh, three children in tow and a dog. Like, move move furniture and you will learn how to communicate with your spouse. And, you know, if you don't like what they're doing, give it a little extra shove, accidentally drop it. I mean, like there, there are some, <laughs> some great pointers there, Chad. I appreciate See, that. But my problem is I'll start laughing and lose all control of my appendages and then it's over and then, and we're in trouble. And I can say this because Corey and I toted 958 loads of groceries up the steps at that Charleston house. Oh, gee. And yeah. you're panting and you're cussing and you're, and then you're laughing and there's nothing else I can do about that. So it builds character. It yeah. builds character. I like it. I, I will say this too. Um, it goes both ways. I feel like for us in the work and entrepreneur environment of, I am just so appreciative and grateful and have so much respect for Lauren to be able to take care of the house and deal with work stuff. Um, I am a train wreck when it comes to having stuff and I, even an idea before 830 at night, what we're going to eat for dinner, or if it's even dinner time or how to, or making sure our house is clean or making sure we got laundry detergent or make sure the animals are fed or people get their pills every day or whatever's going on. Like it's a, when you go out of town, like. I'm like, my God, I can't do all this. So <laughs> there's a, I think there's a huge amount of respect of knowing we got to take care of the house and we got to take care of the business and we got to take care of each other and all of that's hard. And so for us, I think there's not a, I'm more important because I'm running the business and making money or I'm more important because I was at work all day. You're all in this together. You're all kind of in the trenches together and there's needs to be a lot of appreciation and respect on all pieces of it. And that's something that I think for us has been pretty valuable to realize. Um, and all that takes is, your spouse going out of town for three or four or five days and you dealing with all of it. And you're like, I'm ready to sell it all and give it all away and just live in a camper without any animals or other people. <laughs> How is Chad's <laughs> alternative to business is not working at Waffle House like ours is. We're like, girl, I'm fucking, I will throw some hatch browns. Don't mess with me there. I can real live cheap before I clock in anywhere. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. Just to like round things out and close it out. Lauren, we'll start with you. Just like, Really quick advice for women who um, who aren't who aren't necessarily supportive of their husband's businesses. And Chad, it'll go the same question with you. Like words for men who are not necessarily supportive, or not 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 even not supportive, but not sure how to support their spouses as they're running businesses. Like you know, whether it be communication or the finances or just the trust. Like, what would you say? This is like just a quick word to kind of ease minds and and leave on a good note um, that can be encouraging for women who kind of feel alone in their businesses right now. So for women who's trying to support their husband in a, in yeah. a career, like, yeah, in a, in a small business, I think the big thing is like find a way to where it becomes a little part of yours mm -hmm. to where like you feel responsibility and like it's a team effort. Because I think even when back when I was in my W2 job full time and he was at the tax shelter, just like what he was saying was like, um, we divided up like my job because he worked 90 hours a week. I was in charge of like the house and the yard and like 
calling, you know, just that was my whole realm, all of our animals doing all of the grocery shopping. And so hell, if he was going to like critique it, you know what I mean? Like it was, that was yeah. my job. That was my lane. And like, mm-hmm. he does has no right to come and be like, well, what about this, that, the other? Cause I'm like, well, this is my job. So even if you could find like a little piece of your husband's small business to where like, well, can I help do invoices for you? Or can I do this? And like, I think then find your own lane in it. And then it becomes something you're doing together versus like his job versus your life. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. There's no way I could show up at nine or nine thirty at night to the house without somebody taking care of all the other stuff. Um, I, I would, my business would be 30% less successful or 40% less successful if I had to take time to figure out how to do that stuff. And we so weren't doing it together fighting against each other. Yeah. We know that like he can't do his job unless I do my part or trying to find a piece of your spouse's business that you can kind of take as your own and run with it, even if it's a tiny piece, just so that it's kind of something y'all are doing together. And and I think too, always realizing, and, and you may not always phrase it this way, but in reality, it's, it's our business and our future and our house and our family and those kind of things. So yeah, I, I think that's, that's great advice there. Um, before I answer my question, I want to ask you two a question yeah. um, to get some advice from you two, um, because we're, I feel like we figure out how to work together and how to do it on the level we are now, but how does that change and what advice do you have for people that are working together and that are entrepreneurs together as husband and wife, but are also bringing a baby into the mix? I'm going to cry right now. Ears are ringing. My ears are literally ringing because I'm going to cry. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> I love we, it. We are having a baby. Oh, I got fake eyelashes on, Chad. They will come right off. <laughs> Y'all, this is so fun. New adventures for us. So we got awesome. we got to figure out new ways to uh, we, we work together, new ways to juggle things you and new journeys. You're, you're yeah, new gonna adventures. Gonna to. You're gonna you're gonna have this baby, and it's gonna feel like it's always been there, and then it's just gonna be fun. Like we have grown businesses. It's literally I'm like I'm gonna cry. We have grown businesses through. Corey started hers when her kids were little. Mine weren't around yet. I like, I remember all the things that I felt like were really important for me to have established before we started trying to have kids. Um, and all of a sudden, none of it, none of it mattered. <laughs> and, and not, and not, not that like, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry honest. welcome to all your priority shifting, but not, but not in a bad way. Like, I think that, um, and this is something that I say, and this is, it, it got me in trouble because I never want to sound like I'm telling women specifically that their um, kids can become an excuse, but we will use, and when we're afraid to move in business, we're afraid to like try for the next thing. We will use everything as our reason and as our excuse. And our families can be the thing that we're fighting for, the thing that we're trying to provide for, the thing that we are like holding on to, like when you want to quit and you want to walk yeah. away from your job. And then they'll also true. be the things that are like, well, it's our excuse why we can't. So I, I just say it's going to be fun. It's not going to, it is not going to be hard. 
This is so fun. Pretty y'all little curveball here, huh? Oh my gosh. This is, the, this is the best. This is the best. This is the best. And, and I will say too, be okay with priority shifting and changing because here's the thing. People can tell you all the time, like you don't know what you don't know. And being parents is one of those things that until you do it, there's no way to prepare. I mean, you read all the books, you can do all the things, but until you do it, you don't know how it's going to feel to bring this little life into the world. And so be okay with priority shifting. Um, it may make you run harder. Like, you know, I'm providing, these are great opportunities. We are building legacy wealth here. And this is where we want to go. This is how we want our family to be. But then there might be, you know, a different shift in priorities and saying, I don't want to work until 930 at night because I have a baby that I want to get home to. So I am going to change my business structure. I'm going to bring more people in. I'm going to do some things differently so that I can make sure I'm there for my kiddo. So, I mean, just be prepared for the unknown and give yourself permission that if you feel that tug, that priorities need to change either way that it's okay. That's good advice. Cause you're never sure. going to lose your, you're never going to lose your drive. I always tell people, we both do this in our, in our mastermind and our coaching is you're not losing ever your ability to make money. Like ever, like the things that are in you that will make it so that if the whole world around you collapse and nobody ever needed accounting and they never needed to live in a house that you own that they rent, they never needed any of the other ways that you serve people. You can trust yourself en enough to know that like you will go out and do the thing that's going to bring in the money to provide for your family. Yeah. You're never going to lose it. And so as long as you know that, like, man, it takes everything else off the table because it can be just as fun. And then you, you get to impact the world even more because you're going to be teaching this child how to love people and have impact and encourage people the same way that you guys have. This is so good. That's awesome. That's this really, so really good uh, insight and mindset advice. <laughs> so good. We're super excited and terrified, uh, but you know, I feel like there's no better time in our lives. I mean, even though we are freaking old to be having a baby, um, there's no better time in our lives uh, to do it. And we have, we do feel like we have things more dialed in from a time priority and being able to, to handle and manage this. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like Corey, the way you described that is I think very similar to how I described starting a business. Like you don't know what you don't know. And you just, you just got to learn from experience and figure it out as you go. And it's, probably going to be way freaking oh, I'm, harder I'm than sure you I'll be dream. getting spreadsheets of like, this is when <laughs> you this... thought building a crib was going to be hard. But <laughs> you see the direction of these engineers. Exactly. Oh yeah. We're going to have systems of this thing. We're going to have it dialed in. I yeah. love a baby on a system. Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad. You, know, you know how like you go in like a convenience store bathroom and it's got like the checklist of like, you know, you check off like, Hey, I've done this, this, and this at 5 PM. Like, yeah, we're going to have something great. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna love to see your you baby know the on a spreadsheet. Who know the most about kids, right? I mean, Corey, yeah. I just, Corey, who are the who are the people that know the most about kids? I'm the people that don't have them. <laughs> so I want to see your baby on a spreadsheet, Chad. I'm I'm gonna live for it. I'm gonna live for your baby on a spreadsheet. I'm hey, you go. Do you gonna leave a baby on Instagram? Because we're gonna write that sucker off as a business expense. <laughs> that baby's gonna get paid the first year. The first year that baby's gonna be yeah, four months old. He's gonna get it. That's so good. Awesome. Uh, so I don't know if this is how y'all plan on wrapping this up. We figured that'd be a fun little surprise to share with y'all today. Okay. I think bottom line is like, it can work y'all like yeah. working with your spouse can work growing a business. Even when your spouse works a regular nine to five, like it can work. It's all about communication and setting boundaries and just trusting each other. Um, it doesn't have to be hard and miserable. If you'll just be 
cognizant of your language around how you talk about your business, like bring your spouse in so they can help champion for you and make sure that your priorities are, are more and, and bigger than just, you know, what you're doing at that one moment. So um, yeah, I think it, it can be so good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We will be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. 